This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode features adult language, discussion of medical abuse, discussions of death and murder, and emotional and psychological abuse. Previously, on Arden. Hi, this one's for Paul. You exploit the most vulnerable, painful moments in people's lives all the fucking time. Arden will never contact you again. Mom? Dad? This is my girlfriend, uh, Beyonce, Lorena. I'm gonna hold a seance. So who's her audience? Who's supposed to be watching her? People move past things, hon. I feel... I see someone. I really expected you'd be fine. I always am. I'm always just... Dandy. You need to go back to Los Angeles. My stepdaughter has decided she will no longer cooperate with Arden. Is it wrong to want somebody who's on my side even when I'm being ridiculous? Bea, please. Please, I want you to fight for me. No, you're right. You're always right. I don't want to. The plan worked, Liv. They bought it. I will stop by the studio, and then I will go far, far away. Bye, Liv. Save yourself. Arden is brought to you by Wayface Industries. The good people. Yeah, I can get him. Dad, some ladies on the phone. Her name is, uh, what's your name again? Pamela Pink. I was one of his students. Pamela Pink. Pamela Pink. My goodness. Well, it must have been, uh, It's been 12 years. You're still the only student to win an argument with me. To what do I owe the honor? I have a problem. I need someone I can trust. Is this about Hamill Hills? Professor Dabrowski, we made something really good. Honestly, it might be the best thing I ever do. And I don't know if we can air it. Hold on. You actually made a a season of Arden out of that whole mess? No. Not Arden. Something else. It's called A Town Called Elsinore. And I can email it to you. It's a great story. Some incredible stuff about small town America and 
we found some real corporate wrongdoing. Really shady, nasty shit. And it's in there. Hmm. So what's the problem? I don't want us to be the story. It might be arguable that we made things worse. Did you? No! I don't know. You know there's a target on our backs after all of this. After Julie. People think we make things worse. And I know we don't. I need somebody who's not me to say that this thing must see the light of day. I need an auditor. I, I need a shield. But you're not exactly free from bias. You made it, after all. No. And maybe this is a Hail Mary. But it is good, nonetheless. We did good work. Okay. I'll come down there after the 4th of July. But if I say kill it... Then I'll kill it. And we'll suffer the consequences. Shortly before Easter in 2011, a Montana rancher stepped into a grain bin to fix a mechanical error. He wouldn't step out again. The local police ruled it an accident, but his daughter has spent the last eight lonely, quixotic years trying to prove that he was murdered. So was this the perfect murder? And what is Dan Hamill's death? Hello, Bia. Bia Casely, hello. She'll be here soon. What? Ah. Oh, I brought you breakfast. It's five in the morning. And I've been up for two hours. Besides, this gentleman came all the way from the bustling burg called New York City. And you wouldn't want to disappoint him. Is this a way date? Is this a way date for me? Oh, heavens no. I'm trying to make you feel better. Do you know who this is? No. Hey, you lady. I'm John Olive. The founder of the Olive Garden. Your favorite. The person who founded the Olive Garden cannot be named John Look, Olive. Look, lady, you want these unlimited breadsticks or not? Come in. You know, I don't think he was the actual Olive Garden founder. I've been worried about you. I noticed you left Missoula in a hurry. Because you left with Red, and she was my ride. Then I saw Lorena crying, and after a little detective work... Yeah, we broke up. Probably. Yeah, it felt final, but uh, I mean, we were going to spend Easter weekend together, and let's just enjoy breakfast. We really don't have to talk about this. Well, then, we shall talk about horses instead. I always expect their necks to be longer. There's nothing wrong with their necks. I remember. I remember this beautiful gray stallion at my grandparents' ranch, Mr. Pepper. My grandpa always said, Mr. Pepper's brother got the doctorate. <laughs> Get it? Dr. Pepper. You can laugh. It's hilarious. Be a horse's cut. Oh, the soda water. <laughs> Brenda tells me you're something of a horse girl. I didn't know it went that deep. 
Thanks for breakfast. Even if those breadsticks were obviously churros. And he only had seven? How do you call seven unlimited? Sorry, sorry. You cheered me up. Thanks again. You're my employee, Rhea, but you're also my friend. And even when you're friend, with your other friend, ruining the season finale wedding you've had your heart set on, a good person is there for a friend. Also, as the founder, CEO, and sole beneficiary of Waydate, I'm a relationship expert. The number of dates I've been on is in the high single digits. <laughs> I don't know what to do. It was bad. She said things she can't take back. I definitely said things I can't take back. So what do I do? Dating expert, Andy Wayface? You know, I always was struck by how rarely you two argued. I've heard people say couples who don't argue are perfect, but I've always wondered if they're just putting off that one big argument, building and building and building until... <sighs> Not bad for someone who's been on dates in the high single digits. Don't wait for her to call. That's my advice. If you love her, you can swallow your pride and apologize. If you don't love her, she deserves to know that too. Running away from your feelings never works for anybody. Except for me. I made so much money. God, you just glop that hot sauce on, don't you? I like my eggs hot and saucy. So, how's the investigation going? Uh, we take active investigations very seriously, you know. So it's still active. I have some questions. About what it might have been and who might have done it? Sorry, can't help you, friend. Oh, fine. <laughs> if you can't talk, you can't talk. Let's eat. Fine, but this is all off the record, as always. So it sure seems like an accident. There's footage of him stumbling around drunk, then falling face first into the tank where he drowned. But... Look, I know it helps to talk things out until they make sense, so whatever we say, it's all hypothetical. You're throwing spaghetti against a wall, just spitballing. On the video footage, when Paul falls, it doesn't quite look like a stumble. It looks like he was pushed. And something like that you expect to be in the tape cut and dry but the camera is far enough away from Paul that... Okay, it's like this. So the water tank is this big round thing. Cattle drink out of it. I'm marking that with this salt shaker here. So my fork here on this end of the table, that's the camera. It's far away, but you can see him by the tank. The next thing you see is Splash. He's in. Something moves behind him. It's, it's maybe a shadow. Maybe. Wouldn't bet my life on it one way or the other. But if it's not a shadow... Exactly. Hamill family makes the most sense. Now, I never said that. I'm I just don't... saying. It's basically their backyard, and the timing with his confession... Timing is needling me a bit. Makes me feel like I could have stopped it. 
So reasonable suspects would be the same ones on the ranch the night Dan died. Clyde, Trudy, Dana. Did they look into Dana closely at all last time? More than anyone. Between us, all kinds of people could have been on the ranch that night. But her car was spotted in town. It could all be nothing. Miss Breckenridge got a motel room that night. Maybe Dana was with her and didn't even go to the ranch. All I know is, if I were you, I'd steer clear of the Hamels for a few days. Have you seen Dana recently? I'm worried about her. Oh, you don't have to worry about her. She's got her mom. I've known Trudy for years. We took classes together at community college. I can tell you this much. Trudy loves her daughter very much. She'd do anything to protect her. Hey, it's Dana. Damn it. I can't talk right now, but if you, you leave wouldn't a message... just cut us out. You wouldn't. What's going on, Dana? You can tell us. Holy shit. What? What is it? What are you doing here? I'm just packing my stuff up. I'm flying back to Los Angeles tomorrow. That's probably for the best. I'm sorry for how this all went down. Mm -hmm. Sure, sure. But wh what was that? That was, and I've found something. Holy shit. You can at least confirm that for me. You found something, right? You don't work here anymore. Still a detective. So what did you find? Dana isn't taking my calls. Even Brenda's mad at me. And you're right not to trust me to blab. But trust me, I don't have anyone to blab to. I, and I know you well enough to know that you want to blab. So what is it? I shouldn't. You're looking at the audio from that night. When we found Paul. Yes. And... I found the ghost. Bia? Olivia! You're about the last person I expected to see. I need see. somebody I can trust. Oh! I am extremely trustworthy. You know, I think you'd really like me if I you gave me a chance. I don't anyone who works for the show that ruined my life. But you're the one person who works on it that I don't trust the least. And I need your help. Dana's prescription bottle? She left them at my place the night my dad died. She said they weren't working, but... She's only gotten worse. She's erratic. And that's exactly what Clyde and Trudy want. They want her to be so bad, they have to imprison her. You think they've imprisoned they her? They wouldn't let me say goodbye. I drove over there this morning to drop the pills off, and they wouldn't let me. You're the only one who can help Bia. The only one. Oh. But they're not letting us see her either. Something fishy about all of it. I know. That's why I came to you. Her mom is watching her every move like a hawk. And if nothing else, you're irritatingly persistent. You'll get the pills to her. Thank you, I will. You know, Olivia, I don't know why, but I think we could I don't like be Arden. good friends. I don't like what it did to my life, to my dad, Dana. But I looked you up, and you seem like a really good journalist. Like you care. Thanks. I am. And I do. You know, if we had met under any other circumstances, I think we would be really amazing friends. We could talk about leaving Montana. We could talk about being queer girls in the big city. We could compare notes on ranch life. Uh, sure. Get her those pills and be well, okay? See you in another life. And then listen to this. These are just two different fans. I don't get it. Tell her the it. thing. Tell her about the... 
Uh, what kind of noise was it? Brown noise. And it's inner... Hey, I need some help, guys. Olivia dropped off Dana's pills, and she asked us to get them back to How her. How long has Dana been missing her pills? Since the night of Paul's death, at least. Can I see those? Okay. Her gel caps are a different color from my lithium. Well, that tells us nothing. They're just gel caps, but maybe different manufacturers. I'm still waiting to hear what's so exciting about the fans. Well, Brenda, it's... Yeah, we were going to record those ads. We're seriously still doing ads? When we're on hiatus? It pays the bills. You pay the bills. And I make money when people buy Wayface products. This whole company, from pillow mattress to airline, is a pyramid scheme. What a coincidence. Read the copy. That's why Pyramid Scheme is my new favorite board game. Pick it up today. Oh, I love Pyramid Scheme. I always win the Golden Pyramid. Yeah, because the directions are only written in Arabic. Oh, it's an intuitive game. Figure it out. Yeah, sure. All right, Dana's meds and mine look the same, but I just know something is different. I can almost feel it. Anyone have a digital scale? Will everybody shut up? Sorry. I found something. That's the fan on the ranch that dries the grain in the bin. Now listen to this. It's a little lower. I don't get it. The first one is from the first day at the ranch. And the second one is from the night when Rosalind and I were there. The night Paul died. See, the, the raw audio, it's, it's yeah, really... I it's, don't, I don't get it. Now, what if fans could play music? That might be a real opportunity. The fan, the fan is the ghost. Ghosts aren't fans, Pamela. At first, I was just bored, wondering why fans would run at two different speeds. Probably because there are different drying needs at different times of the day, right? I went on Waytube to find footage from other farms. The fans run at several different speeds, but the lowest isn't as low as what we recorded that night. When Rosalind saw the ghost. Hot. She admits it. You two have already argued this to death. We don't need to repeat this whole conversation. You know what makes good radio, though? Repetition. 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 Look at this paper I found. Repetition. Andy! Certain types of brown noises were consistent with creating the signs of a haunting, from odd sounds to spectral forms. Huh. There are certain frequencies of sound that affect your brain. They can make you see things, hear things. And guess what frequency that fan has been artificially altered to run at? Oh my god. Somebody is making people see a ghost. Somebody is making Dana see a ghost. Fuck, it's cold. They're saying a blizzard might roll in. Imagine that. Trudy. Well, this is fucking gross. Oh, just picking up a sandwich for the hubs. These gas station sandwiches. Clyde loves them. Ugh. Looks like you're finally leaving town. Hence the gas. Long drive. And in your father's truck? Yeah. If there's anything Clyde and I can do... Leave her alone? That's it. Just leave Dana alone. Oh, if Dana will leave us alone. I don't know that any of us saw this coming, you know? Dana stuck at home, you out in the world. One of those little ironies, I suppose. I guess you're pulling her strings now, like you always wanted. (laughs) Is that how you see me? You know what I didn't tell anyone? 
I didn't tell them you called me and said Dana needed help. When I said no, you, <laughs> you insisted. You bought me a plane ticket. You like her, Unstable. Always have. I was too wrapped up in my own shit to see it before. If you think you know me and my daughter, you- I know, Dana. Better than anyone. And you're right. I don't know you nearly as well. But I can guess. You use the past like a bludgeon, Trudy. Because you know you fucked up. You should have left him. You should have taken Dana and gone far, far away. That's really easy for you to say. You broke her, and you don't know what to do with her anymore. You manipulate her and drug her. And when you glue her back together, you promise it's the last time. You're just like him. Just like Dan. And you think yourself kind. And since you left, you know everything? <laughs> Come back soon, don't be a stranger. I'm done with you using me. I'm done with your whole fucked up family. I hope it snows. I hope it snows all month. I hope it buries the house and cattle in you. I hope, I hope you starve to death. It's what you deserve. It's what you deserve. I can't wait for Arden to tear you to shreds. So some good comes from all of this. Well. Fuck. For once in your life, do the right thing. Leave her alone. So, brown noise makes people see ghosts. People like Dana. And Paul. And me. And not me. I had headphones in. I didn't hear what you heard. I wasn't affected. What is this? A Scooby-Doo episode? Where the villain is trying to scare people away from the old amusement park? Uh, or the villain is trying to make their daughter seem crazy to sell the old ranch. Mm -hmm. It is. It is a Scooby-Doo episode. Oh, I need to sit down. I haven't looked into the effects of the brown noise combined with lithium, but maybe the brain will be more prone to see things. But Dana said the medication wasn't working. And then she stopped taking it. If you're trying to discredit Dana, what a convenient time for her medication to stop working, right? Right. And even if her dosage was wrong, or she needed a different prescription, her therapist would probably have something to say about it. Unless she couldn't see her therapist anymore. Because she was placed under conservatorship. And the pills weren't lithium at all. What? Yeah, I opened up one of the gel caps. It's full of sugar. Dana was taking sugar pills. Hi, I'm Alexandria Red Dutton of Ford and Bras Amalgamated. And I'm Anastasia Whitehall IV, heir to the Ford and Bras fortune. <laughs> yes, you are. And someday you'll be my boss. The two of us are here to clear up some of the things that have been said about our wonderful company recently by opportunists in the media. 175 years ago, Fordham, Tinsley, and Bradbuck Whitehall had a dream. All at the same time. All on the same night. The next morning, they realized it was trying to tell them something. America was an engine. An engine needs fuel. And people are fuel. 
and people need fuel too, and people fuel is called food, and they could make food, delicious, wonderful food. Out of their one-room home in Grand Rapids, Michigan, they opened a general store, Ford and Bras Farm and Supply, and quickly they became known for their tasty delicacy, hardtack and fatback, and sweet, sweet candy snacks. One store became two, two stores became 20. Now Ford and Bras is busy feeding everything to everyone. And we're keeping the good name of small town America alive, rock rib and ever steady. These are real Americans, real Americans who like to eat food, not fake Americans who eat food like substances. As a close personal friend of Anastasia Whitehall IV, heir to the Ford and Bras fortune, it makes me mad to hear the good name of Ford and Bras dragged through the mud. We feed America from womb to tomb, said Anastasia Whitehall I when she took over Ford and Bras. That's what we want. We want to feed you from womb to tomb, Ford and Bras. We're everywhere. And? And we love you! Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. Brought you one of those sandwiches you love. You're filling the tank? Cows need somewhere to drink. It's a perfectly good tank, truth. It's... A man died in it. I know. I saw. Well, I'll just leave this lunch here in your truck. There's a bin over there where my brother died. And I indulge your daughter in keeping it just how it was. Look how that ended up. You know how I feel. Christ, listen to that wind. Those clouds. Looks like a blizzard. Clyde! Blizzard on Easter. Can you imagine? No. It's been a while since we had a blizzard on Easter. Climate change. (laughs) Don't let the boys at the co-op hear I said so. We can't keep using this tank. We just can't. At least not until the police... Oh, what do they know? It was an accident, true? Just an accident. I had the boys scrub the tank down even. Nice and clean. Look how clear the water is. You don't think people will talk? People will always talk. And if they don't, your daughter will rile them up. If you ever let her out of the house again. I told you, she needs to be cared for. She's a danger to herself. If you really think a psychiatric episode can be cleared up in a couple of days, well... I don't, but that's another thing. Maybe we should find a professional. We will. In time. You mean once the sale goes through? Of course not. Of course this isn't about the sale. I'm worried about her, hon. Do you really think this is the best place for her? (laughs) Maybe not. The very ground is cursed. Don't start with that again. 
Yeah, my mother's dying words. The very ground is cursed. You sound like Dana. Huh. My mother was hard. She thought the ranch was cursed, soaked in blood somehow. Only an idiot would try to make this a livable place. But lucky for me, I'm descended from idiots. Imagine nothing here and trying to put something here. You have to be hard, have to. Maybe it's not cursed. Maybe it's haunted. Land was stolen. There's nothing in this world that hasn't been stolen. Something about it. It infected Dan. Infected Dana. And it hasn't infected you? No. There's got to be a better way to live. Not here. No, not here. If I never see this house again... See, the cows got no ideas. Cows just need to drink. And here's a perfectly good tank. Bea, mm. stop eating sugar from the pills. Sorry, it tastes good. Of course, it tastes good. It's sugar. There's no doctor who would agree to give someone with bipolar two a placebo. So someone tampered with them. That is seriously messed up. It had to be Clyde and Trudy. I don't think we can assume. Oh, we can definitely assume. Dana has a mysterious breakdown, and Clyde and Trudy immediately put her on conservatorship. They cut her off from the outside world. They maybe made her see a ghost. Suddenly, they have total legal control over the person who has been the biggest obstacle to the Fort and Bras sale. Pretty convenient, don't you think? Oh, and when I trailed Clyde to the pharmacy... He was all buddy-buddy with the pharmacist. Definitely possible he got him to make some alterations to Dana's meds. So we could have made alterations to Dana's meds. But we don't have any proof. Pamela has a point. A maybe fan ghost, a couple of fake pills, and a theory isn't enough. But it's a solid lead. We should hand this over to the sheriff. Oh, what, and let them sit on it for another ten years? Forgive me if I don't have absolute faith in Elsinore's sheriff's department. This isn't our investigation anymore. But Wonder is friends with Trudy. Do you think he'll listen? Messing with someone's medication is dangerous. Dana's life could be at stake. So what do you suggest? Get a confession? Break Dana ha. out? Now there's an idea. We grab a truck... We drive it right up on that yard. We open the door. We pull one of the old, come with me if you want to live, and we ride off and Get arrested the for kidnapping? <sighs> There's not much we can do. Brenda's well, right. In theory, we could sue to have the conservatorship lifted. It is limiting our access to a source artificially. But that would take months. And I don't even think we'd win that case in Montana. Here's the deal. We're journalists. We don't have any real authority here. Even if we were right and we can figure out exactly what's been going on, there's nothing we can do to help Dana legally. Clyde and Trudy know what they're doing. They've had years to plan this. You better believe they've taken measures to protect themselves. You think they've been planning this for years? Maybe not the pills exactly, but Clyde's not a rancher. He never wanted the ranch. He wanted its value. 
It's worth millions, and all his workers say he's been trying to sell it for years. But every time, Dana got in the way, until they found a way to undermine her. It's subtle. They look like the good guys, take care of Dana in her time of need, playing the part, like they played the part of the grieving family after Dan's unfortunate accident. It would prove they're capable of... Murder? Maybe murder. Sheriff Wonder hasn't ruled them out as suspects in Paul's accidental death. But you know what I always say. About murder? Sock him in the jaw. No, Bia. Sometimes the cover-up is worse than the crime. That's what I always say. <sighs> it's flimsy, but there's something here. And you're right. As much as I dislike cops... Rude. This whole thing is a mess. First the gaslighting, the fake ghost, and now the sugar pills? <laughs> it's like our investigation has only encouraged them. The last thing we need is to go in and make things messier. So, this ends here. We take this to Wonder. It's the right thing to do. I think it's our only choice. Okay, so we're agreed. We go to Wonder and hope for the best. There's no way he can ignore this. <laughs> Good Friday, not for Clyde and Trudy Hamill. For Clyde and Trudy Hamill, it's about to be Bad Friday. Please stop. Wow. Wow. This definitely changes things. That's what we thought, Sheriff. BT Dubs looking rather sharp in that cowboy hat, my good man. Thanks. I've got a guy. He makes some custom for me. I might need to get his number. <laughs> but that can wait. You're sure it was Cloud and Trudy? We don't have proof yet, but boy, do we have motive. So yeah, pretty damn sure. Oh, Trudy was always so good to me. I never would have thought it. Do you think you have enough to arrest them? Well, if this stuff checks out, we're looking at felony charges. Fraud, tampering, prescription drug theft, and with... Good work, ladies. But do you think it could be connected to Paul's death? Dan's death? Look, I really appreciate you bringing this to me, but we'll take it from here. Wait, that's it? What about Dana? She could be in very real danger, especially if Clyde and Trudy find out this how close we are to solving this. Business now. I'm afraid I can't comment any further. You know, it's really quite a place. This Elsnore, this beautiful American Jew, scattered across the upper plains of this big sky country. I could live here. <laughs> we could live here. We could buy the whole town and keep it just like this. Just like this. But if I've learned anything from the saga of Hamill Hills, it's that without change, we are doomed. Stasis is death. Momentum is life. We pay people to move here with crazy new ideas. Chain restaurants, a bait and tackle shop, two bait and tackle shops, and a river to use them in. An opera. We make it perfect. What do you think, John? Look, I appreciate the date, but very romantic. Actually, kind of my thing for a while there, but I don't want to own a town. Understandable. 
And you said something about parking? Yeah, I, I gotta get back to New York, feed my meter. Well, I suppose that's another failed way date. But we tried, didn't we? Handshake? Handshake. No, and would you look at that? The sun is setting. Shaking hands beneath the setting sun like a couple of love-struck teenagers. Oh, Andy Wayface, I might just fall for you yet. Did you miss me, Rememberers? This is Lorena Christopher, host of Remembering Forgotten Memories of Hollywood, with an exciting announcement. As my devoted listeners are well aware, we were scheduled to return to your airwaves next month to dive into the lies and secret lives of Ty Von Wise, the troubled star of Eyes on the Prize. But like the 1945 surprise hit that revitalized Von Wise's career, I am a fickle female, and there's been a change of plans. We're back early to bring you a very special series called Dodged a Bullet, Hollywood's most disastrous marriages that very nearly happened, but thankfully did not. Join me as I open the bitter wounds of heartbreak from the three doomed engagements of Harry Hatfoot to the scandalous 1963 summer afternoon when Studs Carbuncle lost his bride and his eye at the altar. We'll delve deep into history's most anticipated celebrity weddings that were called off in public spectacles of pain and humiliation because sometimes things just don't work out. But ultimately, it is probably for the best because there is nothing worse than marrying someone who is clearly not ready for marriage. They would have stomped all over your heart, and at least this way, you're not trapped in years of expensive divorce negotiations. <sighs> Download our first episode of Dodged a Bullet, Hollywood's most disastrous marriages that very nearly happened, but thankfully did not. Only on Remembering Forgotten Memories of Hollywood. <sighs> How is it snowing? I should have worn my jacket. You're wearing a jacket. My other jacket. Look, if you want my sweater, I'll give it to you. Casely, you care. Of course I do. Yes, what is it now? We have a message for Dana. May we see her? Absolutely not. She's resting. You may tell me. I'll make sure she gets the message. We'd prefer to deliver it in person. Why, you want to rile her up again? Miss Kaisley, I'm within my rights to call Sheriff Wonder. Oh, don't worry. We're just coming from there. Oh? What were you doing there? We've concluded our investigation here. We've turned over our findings to the Sheriff's Department, and we'll be leaving for Los Angeles after the holiday. You've finished. What did you find out? We've told the proper authorities. That's the long and short of it. Anyway, please let Dana know we're done here. She can look for the show to come out later in the year. Right, so she can hear you turn us into villains, make her relive the past couple of weeks all over again. For what, the titillation of your devoted fans? I'd be more worried about a different kind of fan if I were you. 
What? Oh my god, is it six already? I am so sorry to be rude, but we really should be getting back to town. We have to get all the audio of our SD cards. Right, Brenda? Ow, why did you... Right! You know how it is. Busy radio lives. Thank you, ladies. And watch out for those clouds. Looks like a bad one. An Easter blizzard. How about that? It was really great getting to know you, and have an amazing summer. You have an amazing summer too, Bea. My best to Lorena, the sweet girl. And have a safe drive back into town. The roads will be getting dangerous. What was that about? Were you trying to tip off our chief suspect? I'm not the one who wished him an amazing summer. I was trying to distract from your thing about the fan. Oh, come on. How could I resist that pun? Dana was right about one thing. That guy has definitely murdered at least five people. Dana? Those were the Arden gals. They're leaving. They're done investigating. They didn't find much. Remember to take your Valium, sweetie, and I'll bring you some supper. Love to hear you playing. So, you're off to L.A. finally. First thing in the morning. If I don't get to bed, I'll miss my flight. Aren't you the pilot? (laughs) Yeah. Yes. Yes, I am. I should get to bed. Hey. If the fan was the ghost... And the ghost voice was doctored audio. What was that weird ghostly moan? Beats me. (laughs) Maybe it's proof positive of the afterlife. Arden finally cracked it. Well, I mean, you have to admit, it's kind of weird. Maybe something's really up. Have a safe flight. (laughs) Let's leave the afterlife to the professionals. Oh, yes. I'll call Dr. LaRoe immediately. Great. <laughs> hey, Rosalind? Yeah? Stay safe. Is that guy following us? The only other dumbass out on the road tonight? I don't know. I've been paying attention to the road. The thing we're trying to stay on. It's the pickup. The one about a quarter mile back. He turned out of the ranch shortly after we left, and then he turned onto the highway right after us, too. Probably a ranch hand. It's not like there's another way into town. Turn off on Old Cattle Trail Road. Take the long way into town. With a blizzard threatening to strike? This isn't a blizzard. It's flurries. It's not... Okay. We're not arguing about this. Turn off. If he follows us... Then he follows us onto a long, dark, empty road in the middle of a blizzard. Then we take evasive maneuvers. Oh, for God. I am not Vin Diesel. I'm not Johnny Furious. I have got to take you to more movies. Just do it, okay? And if you're right, you can all laugh about this with everybody in the morning, Brenda being stupid again, doo-doo-doo. Ah, he turned on his brights. Here's the turn. I'm going too fast! Oh shit. Oh shit, oh shit, he's following us! Well, what do I do now? Gun it! Ha <laughs> ha! 
He wasn't expecting that. Yeah, because he knows how stupid it is to be driving this way in a blizzard. It's flurries. What are we doing now? In this car that does not have four-wheel drive. Kill your lights. Kill my lights? Do you trust me, Casey? I just, for once, want to know what's going on. This road is a straight shot to the old schoolhouse. If we can get there with a large enough lead, we can hide behind it and then hope he's going to pass us. What about the brake lights, Brenda? They don't turn off. You let me worry about that. This is a rental. Just turn off your lights and keep driving, kid. I got this. Well, well, don't turn on the interior. How else can I see the fuse panel? That should do it. Hold her steady. I can't see a fucking thing. Neither can I. If this is how we die, I... It's oddly appropriate. Exactly what I was thinking. The schoolhouse. Turn off the road, then get behind it as close as you can. What are you doing? I'm going to see if he passes us by. I just want to get back to the hotel and get in a bath and pack and go back to Los Angeles to apologize. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's what I have to do. Just say, Lorena. I am so, so... Okay. He totally passed us by. We should just double back and... Uh... And, uh... And... That doesn't sound good. What fuses did you pull? I don't know. Five or six of them. I had low visibility and- God damn it, Brenda. I saved our lives. But maybe that guy was trying to get our attention because our taillights abruptly disappeared. He was flashing his brights well before that. We were in danger. Okay, okay. If that's true, he'll turn back around when he realizes that we turned off the road. And if that happens, he'll end up back here. So either we're in mortal danger from a criminal or we're in mortal danger from you stranding us in a non-functioning car in the middle of a blizzard! Lively little snow flurry and nothing more. Oh my god! Just admit you're wrong! One time! Admit it! This is way worse than a flurry. I think I saw some blankets in the trunk if we need to bed down in here. No, 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 no. You don't get it, do you? You see walls, but you don't look for doors. You just run into them until they break and then and then and then you say oh look at all these cool bricks i found i make the best of bad situations you make the bad situations i wish i never met you you don't mean that right now in the middle of nowhere waiting to possibly die you're not going to die yeah yeah, yeah, I kind of do wish I never met you. So call Pamela. Call Pamela and let her save the day. Yeah, well, that's what I'm going to do. I'm calling Pamela. Hey, it's Pamela. I'm not available because my fine husband is in town. And yes, I'm not saying his name on my work phone. 
Also, Bia, if this is you and you just did something totally stupid, please let it wait until morning. Thank you. <sighs> Whatever. You're more like me than you want to admit. Oh, great. Great. Or maybe we're more like each other than we'd like to admit. All we've got is this. Trying to solve this. Trying to figure it out. I have other things. Do you? <sighs> I fuck things up with Lorena. I know. I... That's all I got. I... A very popular pronoun. I'm trying not to run away from my emotions anymore. You? As of when? As of today. The thing you said to me, you can lose a forest, but you can't lose a tree. I believe I said, you gotta cut that motherfucker down. Yeah, yeah. I got kind of stuck on it. Like there was something in it I couldn't let go of. It's pretty profound. I'm not sure it is. I think it's just... You see everything as an obstacle. And you want to run it over as quickly as you can. And when I met you, you were trying fuck, to run over... He's back. Oh shit, oh shit, oh shit! Get the fuck down, Casely! If he comes any closer, you throw open the trunk and I'll go for the tire iron. And me? You'll think of something. I'll think of something? That's your plan? I worry about plenty of stuff. I never worry about your ability to think of something. He's just sitting there. He doesn't want to do this. It's late. It's snowing. He wants to get to church or dinner or school or go to the Good Friday ball. God, I should have read the Bible to prepare. Come on, dude. You don't want to do this. Go away. Go home. nothing. That guy was looking for us. Or he wasn't. Why would he be looking for us? I, I, I don't know. Maybe Clyde sent him to run us off the road. Because you tipped him off? Or it could be Fort and Bras. Those guys are shady as hell. Well, whoever was trying to kill us did a pretty bad job. Like, we were right here. He's racing off back to town. He must think we tricked him. Which was our original plan? But somebody knew that would be too obvious. And is bad with fuse panels. See, this is what I mean. Some people see a tree and say, oh, what a lovely tree. You see a tree and say, I gotta go sharpen my axe. And all I'm saying is you think you love trees. 
But you really love cutting them down. Ugh, this metaphor is getting tortured. Well, what about Lorena? Oh, don't bring her into this. She's a consummate tree appreciator, and you couldn't have been less interested in her. I got engaged to her. That's interest. That's expressing interest. You were dragged kicking and screaming. Uh, Because I wasn't ready for marriage. Because you grew up in this place, among people who thought they were better than everybody here. But deep down, you were terrified you weren't. Because you like getting your hands dirty. You like cutting down trees. You like being in the shit. Of course. I'm a journalist. You think that's what we're talking about? I don't think I'm better than everybody else. Oh, agree to disagree. But the point is, you at least have the decency to be terrified that you're just as bad as the rest of us. And blah, 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 I am. Is that where we're headed? No! If we're not running from our feelings... You made me a better person, Casely. Oh, shut the fuck up. Don't come in here and say I'm I'm trying to tell you something here. Fine, fine. When I left, I thought I was in love with you. You thought you were in love with me? You got under my skin, okay? You got under my skin and you got in my head If you're confessing a workplace crush, this is a weird time. And I thought I stopped being me, you know? Like... When I felt bad about what happened to Julie, or even now, when we decided to not go after Clyde and Trudy, I never would have done that. Even a couple years ago, I was angry. I was so angry. And what I realized was I wasn't in love with you, but... Whoa. Casely. Brenda? What? Shut the fuck up, for once. Same day. Hey gang, Uh, I know you haven't heard from me in a few days. (laughs) I've been going through it. Uh, Really, really, yeah, I got uh, lost somewhere and I'm trying to get out. They took my ledge and they took my key. Took my compass away from me. Say I'm crazy, they claim I'm free They only tell me what not to be Should I go off the map Knowing that there's no coming back I mean You did the same Yeah, I'm going off the map And I am never coming back 
fine I'm going away Know each step of this rotten town They lie and laugh as they drag me down But if I don't know what's round the bend Can I choose where my road will end? I go off the map, then I am never coming back. Me, you did the same. Yeah, I'm going off the map, and they will not see me again. They can chart my course, that's just where I've been. So I think about it And I drink about it On the brink I shouted Never crossed their minds That they could change Nothing's gonna change We're all dead inside And we're all trying to hide it They buried me alive I'm breaking out I doubt that Nothing's gonna change Not like I'm gonna change Not like I'm gonna change If I go off the map I'm never ever coming back You know I'd do it too When I go off the map, they'll never ever get me back. I'll join you to find somewhere new. Thanks. Thanks for listening. Arden Season 2, Episode 9, To Thine Own Self, was written by Emily Vanderwerf and Mara Woods Robinson and directed by Emily Vanderwerf. Our recording engineer was Ernesto Hurtado, and the episode was recorded remotely throughout Los Angeles. It was edited and sound designed by Christopher Dole. Our composer is Christopher Hatfield. Arden stars. Michelle Agresti. Tracy Syed. Shannon Estabrook. Charlita Gaston. Benjamin Watts. Mia Drake. Libby Woodbridge. Sersha O'Sullivan. Our guest stars this week are... Zach Grenier. Rebecca Metz. Ptolemy Slocum. Mike Bash. Nelinda Palomino. John Rail. Katie Wright. Julia Selden. This episode featured the song Going Off the Map, written by Laura Stratford and Christopher Dole and performed by Libby Woodbridge. You can find it on our soundtrack album, which is available at Indiegogo. 
Arden was created and executive produced by Emily Vanderwerk, Christopher Dole, and Sarah Golub. Our co-executive producers are Chad Ellis, Libby Hill, and Ernesto Hurtado. Our logo is by Dylan Farr. Our social media manager is Eliza Wheeler. This series is produced in Los Angeles County on the ancestral lands of the Tongva, Totovium, and Chumash. Our website is ardenpodcast.com. You can also find us on Twitter, Reddit, Facebook, Instagram, and Tumblr. Do you like this show and do you want to help us make more of it? There's a lot of ways you can do that. The quickest way is to toss us a few dollars on Patreon at patreon.com slash ardenpod. You'll get access to early episodes, behind-the-scenes material, and episodic commentary. You can also, for a limited time only, still support us on Indiegogo, where we still have a number of attractive perks available. You can buy special Arden-related merchandise on Public, including a Bea Casely's Undeniable Sexual Energy Hoodie. You can rate, review, and subscribe to the show wherever you found it. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and other platforms. That helps us too. And no matter what, we hope you found something to enjoy in that episode, gentle listeners. As always, on-set catering was provided by Rebecca Matz, who said, Just picking up a sandwich for the hubs. Join us next time for more adventures in Arden. Thank you, and good night. This week, and every week, we'd like to thank our executive producer donors, Amy Tate, Danny Bell, and DJ Sutherland, who are more than just good people. They're the best. This week, we'd like to thank our Indiegogo backers, Jose Ernesto Araica, Julia Morizawa, Julian McAllister, Juniper Coyne, Justice R. Hepburn, Karen Judith Ocones, Harry Higuera, Cade Morris, Cade Welsh, Catherine Trenda Costa, Catherine Kosich, Catherine Spurlock, Kathleen S. Hill, Haley Dudevoir, Pine Onicle, Kelsey Hockmuller, Kay Kieser, Corey Lasker, Courtney LeBlanc, and Chris Mayer, who will always know the difference between unlimited breadsticks and seven churros. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Well, hello there. Dr. Charlie Tuggett here. You know, rumor was, Spaceship Oz-9 was intended to take a bunch of rich folks to a new planet since, uh, you know, we pretty much uh, used up the one we have now. But, you know, since it's uh, looking more and more likely the ship might uh, be humanity's last stand, let's take a quick look around. Are you telling me the four sacred tokens are all aboard the Oz-9? Remind me again why we're doing this? Allegiances are too muddled on this ship. MCCACEC is a normal institution of higher learning. Ah, but if you pull back the outermost layers... I'm from Minnesota, where we like our lives as neat and as open as the inside of a freshly caught and cleaned walleye. Do you know, I am now the only assassin aboard the ship. What are you doing alive? I want to know what side he's on when the ship hits the fan. Aren't they the most ridiculous people I've ever met? Uh, fetch that annoying bunch of trespassers so we can bring Pluto to heel. The new order 
starts today. Well, however this all plays out, if you have a strong stomach and a high tolerance for stupid, you can follow the Oz Nines adventures just about anywhere you listen to podcasts. I got a trot, space monkeys. Stay safe out there. <laughs>